0: Welcome back to All Things with Amber, where we talk about all things from marriage to motherhood and encouraging words for everything else in between. I'm your host, Amber, and I'm so glad you decided to join me today. We are starting a brand new series called The Grateful Wife, and we're going to talk about all things wifehood and not just to our husbands, but being a wife to Jesus too. Today's episode is titled Becoming the Bride. So get comfy, grab a tea, And let's talk about all things. I know that every girl dreams of her wedding day, going dress shopping, picking out the dress, and seeing her husband's reaction to her walking down the aisle. But how much thought goes into the process of actually becoming a wife? A lot of time goes into planning for a wedding, but not a lot of time goes into preparing for the after. Here's a little disclaimer I'm not a marriage counselor. If God calls me to it, then I will. But as of today, I'm not. I'm not discounting premarital counseling or advising against it. Even though I did not personally have a great experience with premarital counseling, I encourage every couple to take some kind of counseling before getting married. Everything that will be discussed in this series is the advice that I wish that I had before I got married. And all the things that the Lord has shown and taught me about being a wife in the duration of my own marriage. So with that, let's get into it. The number one question I want to ask those who are married or even not yet married is, do you even know what you're signing up for? Hey, do you know what being a wife looks like? Do you know what it means? And no, I'm not talking about cooking and cleaning and laundry. That's basic housewife 101 which honestly, I have jokingly thought about making a live series or holding some kind of online workshop to help wives and moms establish routines um, regarding housekeeping and cooking and meal prepping, etc. So if you're interested in that, please let me know. I'll have a little box underneath this podcast um, so that you can put in all your answers if you're interested. But for now, I'm going to talk about biblical submission. You hear that? It's the sound of the offended clicking off the podcast. Mm -mm -mm, I know I've struck a nerve, but that's why I'm going to keep going. And I'm going to go deeper with a few of you that are still here. (laughs) When anyone addresses biblical submission, especially in today's times, people automatically get offended. And it's because they ignore the first rule of becoming the bride. The first rule, submit to the Lord. Ask yourself, and answer honestly, is the Lord Jesus, is he Lord over every area of my life? Am I submitting to his lordship? Am I submitting to his plans for my life? Or am I only submitting to him when I, when I feel like it benefits me in the moment? Obedience and submission leads to blessing. And God does not give half-hearted, partial blessings God wants all of us, and he wants our full hearts, not just half of it. He wants us to trust him, and in order for us to build trust with him, we have to submit to his lordship, we have to submit to his plans, and we have to submit to his ways. If you're not submitting to the Lord already, then you will automatically not submit to your husband or your future husband. I said it. I know this is a hard topic to speak on but it's one of those topics that need to be addressed especially in today's times and this is one of the topics that i wish that was discussed with me before i even got married if we as wives cannot submit to the lord in everything then we're not going to be able to submit to our husbands like the bible instructs us to aka god instructs us to do so in ephesians 5 I believe there's going to be four types of women in this discussion or even in this series. We're going to have the wives and the fiancés that are unaware of biblical submission due to their lack of knowledge. The ones who pick and choose when to adhere to what the Bible says. The ones who automatically and biblically submit to the Lord and to their husbands. And the ones who openly disregard the word of God and actually pride themselves in their disobedience. You decide which type you are. But if the shoe fits, kick it off. Unless you're in the third group mention, girl, you wear them shoes loud and proud, honey. Now, let's talk about what biblical submission looks like. Are you ready? It's really simple. Come in close. Come on. Come in close. Whatever the Holy Spirit is convicting you of, stop doing it. Whatever he tells you to do, do it. (laughs) It's really that simple. If the Holy Spirit is telling or nudging you to stop wearing certain clothes or to stop watching or listening to certain things that don't bring him honor, then stop doing those things. Begin to align yourself with the word of the Lord. We have been freed from sin, not free to sin And I can't tell you what to do, but here's what I will do. I will pray and I will pray that you will be given the wisdom and revelation so that you might know the Lord better. That you will become hypersensitive to his voice and that you will discern correctly his will for you and what it is he wants you to do. Biblical submission is obedience to God in all things. When we start to operate in this way, we unlock heavenly blessings to flow our way. When we choose to submit to the Lord, we're acknowledging that his way is higher than ours. We're acknowledging that his plans are better than ours. And we acknowledge that his design and his order for marriage is better than anything we could ever have come up with. When we're trusting that his plan will work out, which, spoiler alert, it always does, And when we finally take hold of the revelation that biblical submission starts with learning to trust God in all things and to put him first in all things, submitting to him in all things, then we as wives will be able to submit to our husbands as God instructs us to. Not only are we the brides of our husbands, but we are the bride of Christ. And Jesus deserves a bride that is beautiful. I'm not talking about the outside, what we're going to wear, what our makeup is going to look like. I'm talking about our hearts. What do our hearts look like before God? What does he see when he looks at your heart? Does he see the blood of Jesus covering every area of your life? Does he see a quarter of your heart submissive and obedient to him? Jesus is coming back for a spotless bride. Now, I know we all understand and we know that we are not made spotless because of our own efforts. But it's Jesus himself that does the sanctifying and the cleansing and the washing of water by the word. It is true that Jesus' blood covers and washes all of our sin away. But the washing of the water by the word is a sanctification process. When we submit to the Lord, we give him full access over every area of our lives for him to wash us with his word. His word penetrates us. Even the, the deepest, the darkest places. And he, this word washes away the dirt of flesh. I think about it in, taking, uh, in terms of taking a shower. <laughs> when I'm in the garden, or when I cycle, I get all sweaty and I get gross. And the only thing that I want to do is take a shower, a long, hot shower. And when I finish, I feel like a new woman. I feel cleaned because I've made sure that soap and water has cleansed my every crevice. <laughs> When the water of the word washes us, we start to think differently. We start to act differently. We feel like a new person because the truth of the water of the word has become a belief in our minds and in our hearts. And the more that water of the word washes us, the more we start to desire the things of God. We no longer have anything to complain about because we see God's goodness and faithfulness everywhere we look. Our mouths are full with thanksgiving and praise for how great God is, even when bad things are happening around us. We no longer desire to live for ourselves, but we desire to live for Christ. We desire and we delight to say yes to Him because we trust that He has good intentions for us. Saying yes to Him and living a life of submission and obedience to Him gets easier and easier the more we trust Him with our yes. Father, there are no earthly words to begin to describe how thankful we are for you. There are no words to describe you or your love for us, and we don't understand it. And we never will until we see you face to face. But until that day comes, God, we will spend our lifetime offering up earthly words to say thank you. Father, we repent for not walking in full obedience and submission to you. We repent for only giving you a portion of ourselves. We repent for thinking that we can take better care of us than you can. God, right now we give you full access. Lord, we submit our minds, our will, our emotion, our bodies to you. And I pray that you will wash us with the water of your word, that you will cleanse and wash us until we become the spotless bride you deserve. God, sanctify every area of our lives until we become the spotless bride you are worthy of. Give us a greater capacity to trust you more. We give you our cups in exchange for bowls of trust. And when those bowls bowls are full, God, we're going to come back for buckets. Remove any doubt that is hindering us from trusting you and fully submitting to you. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to say thank you for joining me today. I hope that you will join me for part two because we're going to dive a little bit deeper and we're going to discuss what biblical submission looks like in a marriage when your husband tells you no. (laughs) Make sure that you're subscribed so you don't miss the next episode. As always, prophetic words and more can be found over at my blog at ourgrowingintentions.wordpress.com. I love you, I bless you, and I'll see you next week.